This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be picking away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. All right, Taz and the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. You've got Sam and Mike across the way. Two hours left to play with. Bogus, your updates. Uh, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention, hotline fans. That is your number to call. Coming up top of the third and final hour, we're talking about Packers football with the current analyst, uh, John Kuhn, will join Taz and myself, longtime NFL fullback, two-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, John will join us at the top of the third and final hour, right around 8 a.m. Eastern time. Let's kick off this hour, Taz. Let's get to it. uh, Let's go camping. We'll go camping. Time to go camping, boys and girls. Who better to go sit around the campfire and spitball some football, eat some pork beans, brisket, and throw back some cold ones than with Taz and the Moose? It's Taz and the Moose, just talking away. It's all you ever heard talking smack since the day they was born. It's Taz and the Moose, just talking away. It's all you ever heard talking smack since the day they was born. All right. Well, there you go. Correct. Yes. Yeah, all somewhere at a farm. But anyway, or a gun range. Um, yes. Uh, it's Taz and Moose with you right here on this uh, on this Wednesday morning uh, as we go camping. And how about Antonio Brown, who's sick and tired of hearing about Ben Roethlisberger? Oh. Uh, who basically uh, told Roethlisberger. Uh, to uh, shut up already on shut Twitter yeah. um, in reference to Roethlisberger saying that he was in the wrong in criticizing Brown on the route that he ran a regular season game last year in Denver where Roethlisberger threw an interception in the end zone. So Big Ben tries to, you know, be the big, as you say, in wrestling biz, be a babyface, and then A.B. still goes heel on him, then the least tweet. It's tremendous. Basically, the guy's saying, ah, you know, he kind of wishes the, the friendship didn't go... Uh, down the drain, you know, he's sad about that. And next thing you know, AB's like, yo, shut up, dude. And then deletes the tweet. Ah, I, I, it's AB, dude. It's Antonio Brown. It just never ends. It never ends. 
Even when someone's trying to do something nice, he's a heel. Well, um, I mean, if you you're, you know, if you're Antonio that. Brown, I mean, isn't it a daily dollar short? It is, but you don't have to say nothing. Just leave it alone. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I would have done. There's no reason to tell the guy to shut up. Just leave it alone. Well, you know, unless you're unless you're, he's obviously clearly bothered by it still. I and I don't blame him for being bothered by it. He called him out on the radio for you know his play and, and as a teammate, he should have been running the wrong route, right, running yeah. a bad route, not getting enough depth to the no route. Doubt, so dude, I, he, I don't I blame mean, him for being mad about. It. I'm just saying. Oh no, like, no, I'm not go. saying that. I, I, well, agree I know. With you. I, 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 I agree with you. I guess it's kind of like. Um, Deleted, he deleted Roth- the tweet, though, too. No, I was no, saying I, that earlier. I, no, I know. Yeah. I know he deleted the tweet, but it was put out there initially, <laughs> and, you know, maybe then he kind of had a, a come-to-Jesus moment where he said, you know, maybe, a, you know, sh- you know, deleting the tweet, not giving him more, more oxygen would help it out instead of sending it out there the way that he style fashion, which he did. Obviously, the emotions are still raw. You know, he. I guess in that tweet, he also said we were never friends. I mean, it, you know, this it's a lot of nonsense when you look at Antonio Brown. Here's what I do know. I mean, Roethlisberger was wrong. The other thing is, is that if you were Ben, you know, isn't that something that's better said by giving Antonio Brown a call? Uh, Isn't that something in terms of you went out there and you called Antonio Brown out, and then all of a sudden, instead of if you're really truly sorry, you know, isn't that a call to be made to AB? Instead of um, saying or telling the media that you're sorry and you feel bad and then you were in a wrong. Well, he I might mean, have done that. We don't know that. He didn't reference in the interview. He didn't reference that, you know, that. I, I, because I, I'll tell you this. If he did do that. I agree with that, you, by the way. I do but agree it, with you. Taz, if he did do that, do you think Brown sending out the tweet he did? Yes. Because Brown. I don't think so. No, because Brown seems like he's just. You if know, Roethlisberger called Antonio Brown and said, hey, I'm sorry the way it ended. You know, you're a great player. I love playing with you. I was wrong last year. I like to, you know, I let, let you know, I want right. to move on from this. You know, I hope we can be okay moving forward. Right. You know, I, I'm going to miss throwing you the football. If he did something like that, Taz, you think Antonio Brown's, st- I don't think he's still sending out that tweet he sent yesterday, which then he deleted. I have uh, a hard time envisioning that. I think Brown's got some sort of a, a human pulse going through his body. <laughs> I mean, bring uh, accountability. I mean, Taz, I do think that. I mean, that would be All right, maybe, that maybe would be that would be maybe cold, cold, cold. If you call, you know. I, I, I might have jumped. You're right. It would be cold. I mean, that I mean, would be. It would be cold. I mean, if, and then all of a sudden you send out a tweet for public consumption. Shut up already. <laughs> we were never Shut friends. <laughs> I know. It's true. I mean, that would be tough. I mean, I, that's the way I look at it from Roethlisberger, Taz is. Just as he made the mistake in in calling out Brown after that interception, I think he made another mistake. You know, if you're really sorry, if you really feel bad, have a conversation. You know, you can get asked a question, and Taz, there's a number of ways you can ask it. You know this as a former professional athlete, and, and answer that question. You could say, listen, that's between Antonio Brown and myself. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and not, not add any oxygen to it. Make that phone call and try and move on. Yeah. The problem is... He wanted to get the message out there right, right. without going the extra step, the uncomfortable step right, right. of picking up the phone and making a phone call or yeah. doing something like that. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I'm assuming, uh, you, you, to your point, yeah, maybe Big Ben did not make a private call or send him a text or something like that to Antonio Brown. And maybe he just figured, maybe I'll come out, say it publicly, and it shows me eating crow, whatever you want to call it, just to take him and a high road. And it'll get back to him. Right, it'll get back to him. And it got back to him, and he just... Buried him and said, shut up. No, that's exactly right.
deleted it. So. <laughs> Funny. Let's head down to Carolina. Here is uh, their head coach, Ron Rivera, on banged-up quarterback Cam Newton, ready for week one. What do you say, Ron? He's made good strides, and we're pretty excited about it, you know, because we'll have a couple extra days to practice and get ready for uh, for the Rams as well. So, um, good. No, there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, he's, he's everything he's he's been doing, everything he's done. He did exactly what he needed to, um, and, and and we're at the point now where you know it's just a matter of time before you know once we start our, our, our prep, our actual prep for the Rams, uh, that he's back on the field. Well, there you go. So if you're a Panther fan, you should be smiling ear to ear after that news yesterday that you know your head coach Ron Rivera expects Cam Newton to be ready to go Week One of the NFL season. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. I thought that. I mean, I'm happy, happy for Cam and 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 for the, the you know, for his team and for the uh, Panthers fan base. I, but I'm surprised. I, you know, once you see the guy leaving the uh, the building, leaving the arena, I'm sorry, the stadium, in a walking boot, um, and you know, you're thinking, okay, well, this is uh, this guy who's had some injuries, and he's probably going to be out for a couple of weeks. Well, that's not the case. So good for that man. That's 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 great. That's great news for Cam. Now Newton's been a guy that's dealt with a lot of injuries, dealt with a lot of pain, has taken a lot of hits, style and fashion, which he plays Taz. So, you know, pain and Cam Newton have kind of gone hand in hand. Uh, it's good now. The question I'd have for Rivera is this. Is it going to be a limited Newton? Like, so last year, Cam Newton was healthy enough to play with a hurt shoulder, and he was very ineffective as the season went along. Right. What I want to know is the next question. All right, well, you fully expect him to be there at game one. Okay, are there going to be no restrictions on Newt? You know, is he there going to – now, he's never going to answer it because he's never going to give the opponent any kind of an edge, Taz, and right. we're still a ways away from week one. But that would be my follow-up question in terms of is there any limitation to Newt? Because last year there was. You saw him in the games, but he was terrible. He couldn't throw the ball. And that's the thing. If, he, if there's limitations on Cam – you know, especially running and scrambling. I mean, like that. He's that's such a massive part of his game. Throwing on the run, getting out of the pocket, pulling the linebackers, sucking him up towards towards the line of scrimmage while he's on the scramble before he crosses the line of scrimmage. That's when he's really good. Yeah, you know, right. really good. So that if there's limitations to your question, dude, that that could be a problem for them. Yeah, let's head out to Oakland, and here is uh, John Gruden talking about um, a former Bill quarterback. Take a listen. I'm afraid to bring up Peterman's name with the media today, you know. I mean, look at it yourself. I don't know what, you know, he's, he's hitting 75% of his passes. The ones that are incomplete are dropped. I mean, he runs, he passes, he's making audibles, he's getting better, and he's getting some confidence. So, um, you know, he's in the mix. I like him. I know other people that do too. Well, I mean, Peterman, I feel like Gruden's talked about more about Nate Peterman than he has Carr. <laughs> I, yeah. Whenever he talks about his quarterbacks, he talks more about Peterman. He's got this love affair with Nate Peterman. And you're right, and even on the hard knocks, but I'm assuming it's a a thing where I think everybody knows Carr's the starter, Carr's the star. It's just strange. I know. He's trying to maybe just say credibility to the guy that that could be the backup if it's not Mike Lennon. That's why I'm thinking he's doing that. You might be right. That might be true. Yeah, but He's in the mix. I like him. (laughs) Well, good for Peterman. I mean, he, he... it was a disaster up in Buffalo. He's oh. given given another opportunity, and you know we know Gruden is a quarterback slash offensive guru, a savant. Has. So yeah. if he's impressing John Gruden, that's a good sign of your Nate Peterman. How about when he says when Gruden says, you know, I like him a lot. I know a lot of people that do also. Listen, that is such that that's like anonymous. That's like you, Moose, saying to somebody you see a bunch of your friends at you know at Starbucks. 
hey, Moose, hey, guys. And you, ha- you run into your friends and like, how's that Taz? Oh, he's a great guy. I love Taz. I love working with Taz. He's a great guy. I love him. And a lot of the people love him, too. You could be lying. That's so, like, ambiguous. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah, you're right. I know a lot of people that love Nate Peterman. That's Ooh, true. You're his right. His wife, his yeah. kids, his right. mom, his dad. Yeah. He's in the mix. I like him. Right. Hey, nobody in Buffalo, coach. No one there, there loves him. Right. He's inferring that there are other NFL or football people that like Peterman no, as I well. Uh, but you're right. It's 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 kind of. No, he non- said like he, I'm sorry. He said like he's in high demand. That's how he right, said it. Right. Not correct. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like there's some sort of. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a uh, clamoring for Nate Peterman around the National Football League. <laughs> That's how he because said I think, it. I, I think a lot of people oh. look at Peterman and say, "My God, I mean, his play at quarterback was embarrassing. How is he in camp with the Oakland Raiders?" Uh, and uh, Gruden gives you every opportunity. He get, he takes every opportunity he possibly can to build him up. Loves him. Loves him. Loves him. Loves I mean, he absolutely adores him. He rips Mike Lennon in those hard knots. The giant uh, backup quarterback rips him. He rips him like rips him like verbally. Just, I mean, it tough, very tough on him. I don't think he disli- I don't think Gruden dislikes Lennon. I'm just, just saying, hard on he's him. very hard on him. Like very. Sometimes hard. you're harder on a guy where you have high expectations. I for think him. so. I think so. That might be the case when you look at uh, Mike Lennon. Let's head uh, uh Let's head down to our nation's capital, the Washington Redskins, as we discussed with uh, and chat a little bit about yesterday with Joe Theismann. Uh, legendary Skins quarterback. Well, we still don't know Trent Williams in camp for the Redskins. Uh, left tackle, seven-time Pro Bowler. But it was announced that they've got the, a new starting guard, uh, former Giant bust uh, and Miami star Eric Flowers will now be one of the starting guards for the Washington <laughs> just belongs Redskins. belongs on the Redskins. Oh, just, you can't catch a break, dude. You get them all. <laughs> uh, it's it's amazing. It's, it, it really the is. The talent evaluators down in Washington are special. It's, it's and that's un- not a good thing. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable because this guy was a bust. He was the, terrible with the Giants. I couldn't remember the game. Now he's playing tackle. Now I, he's playing guard. I saw the guy have like three offsides in a row. Remember that? Like last oh, year. Oh my god! Oh yeah. god! I think we we came on here. We smashed. He him, was I absolutely think. brutal. Absolutely brutal, Taz. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. For an offensive line for Washington that, you know, is going to miss arguably, you know, um, well, not arguably. I think arguably the most talented player on the team uh, in Trent Williams, but clearly the best offensive lineman. And, you know, Theismann didn't give us all that much. He didn't know all that much about the situation. That's a disaster when you look at importance of offensive line. I don't care what Donald Penn is, and he's played 14 years in the National Football League. He's not Trent Williams. And that's No, he's not. No, he's not Trent Williams. Um. Yeah, you guys, yeah, long, long away from long having the, the second version of the Hogs here. I don't see that happening with this uh, offensive of, off line you guys have. I mean, you know, Eric Flowers, like you said, not playing tackle, be playing guard. Maybe that, maybe that helps the situation. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. Maybe um, Morgan Moses not a bad tackle. He's on the right side. No, he's so not a bad. He's tackle. not a bad tackle. Played in Virginia. Yeah, yeah he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah not so, a bad player. You know. How about the San Francisco 49ers, Taz? Remember Super Bowl MVP Malcolm Smith? Yeah, of course I do. He was released yeah. uh, by the oh. San Francisco 49ers. Yes. Uh, the big round of cuts. Remember when there used to be two rounds of cuts? Yes, I do. They've gotten rid of that. Now it's just one big round of cuts this mm. upcoming weekend uh, where you go from, what, 90 camp personnel down to, what, a tad over, what was it, 53, I believe it is? Yeah, I think the, the cut down to... Um, so there's not the two waves of cuts. Now there's just the one wave, the ginormous tidal wave of cuts that you'll see you know, coming your way this weekend. I think as a player, you prefer that because you don't. Do you really? Of, yeah, I think so. There's none of that. 
waiting around for, you know, somebody that maybe in camp was a little bit more, teen bit more intense than you and maybe did a little bit better than you, and he got cut in that first round, but you made it, to, then you're like, oh, boy. Am I next here? You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. I think if no, you're on a cusp, you're worried. You know? Now, let me ask you this, though, Taz. Let me play throwing a little bit of a curve at you. If I was part of the old first round of cuts in the NFL, and it was a numbers game, doesn't that then give me an opportunity then to latch on with another team, get signed uh, if they're a little weak in a position, and maybe potentially make another team to where now, I mean, you look at it, it's all going to be flooded. I mean, everything's going to be flooded at, at one great skate. Don't do I have a better chance of making a team, another team, if I was cut by? Say, if I was in training camp with the Jets. Yeah. If I was cut by the Jets, do I have a better chance of making the Dolphins when they have the one wave of cuts, or if you have the two wave of cuts? Yeah, I, I seem to say picked up that, by another team and making that team. That's where the two wave of cuts would help you. Right, right. That that I agree with you on that. You have point. a chance to make an that. impression on another team. That's right? a fair point. That is. I was just thinking of the blow of getting caught. Oh yeah. That you know, at least if it's a one full swoop, you know, and you make it through the rain. All right, I made it. But to your point, yeah, it, it, I think if there's the two cuts, it's much. You got a better opportunity, maybe with another squad. Nah, you know? to be that close, Taz. I know. I mean, to be that close. Story of my life. <laughs> Story of my life, man. So close. Story of my life. I live it. I still live daily. Oh, is that right? Yes, sir. Story of my life. It's great to work with you as well. (laughs) Story of my life. Right. That's why we 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 march the the beat of the same drum. Oh, eight five five two one two four (laughs) six. Yeah, it's Taz and the Moose. Taz and the Moose Fantasy Football League. It is fast approaching. We'll give you a little bit more of an update. And a super fan of the show Uh, tweets and then deletes tweet. And then makes the run sheet, too. Oh, no doubt. I know. Well, it was surprising. (laughs) Surprising. He was sullen and sad earlier on in the week. I got to do this. Please, don't make me laugh. No, I'm not. Uh, I didn't didn't throw the break yet. He called up the other day. I thought it was related to Andrew Luck, the way he was almost weeping on the air. Oh, my God. He killed me. (laughs) It was true. Can we just do this, please? Get out the napkins, the Kleenex. (laughs) Speakerphone. We'll get into that next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Well, Moose, as you know, support for for Taz and Moose comes from Manscaped. Number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family Jews. You mentioned Speakerphone. Speakerphone Jones, big fan of Manscaped. I know that for a fact. He told me anyway. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer will not nick or snag. That's not fun. Uh, Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past, and don't use the same trimmer on your face that you're using down there. That's just straight up nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver and an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Well, hell, why not put deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAZ at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAZ at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code TAZ. So call 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, this Sunday, the stakes are high, starting with the finals of the 2019 uh, Tai Chi Chi, uh, Palace World's Strongest Man, presented by Rogue, followed by Lucas Oil Off-Road Racing. Then it's off to L.A., where one team puts their stamp on the season and raises the trophy as the Big Three Basketball Championship only on CBS. A lot of action yeah. on CBS this weekend. Eight five five two one two four cbs and CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by our good friends over at Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. So the Fantasy Football League, are we barreling through it right now, going into some more details? Or what are we doing here? Sure. Uh, you mentioned you did a, a long uh, tease into the last break. That's about a minute about uh, one of our super fans, as you call them. Yeah. Well, Which I, I like that term for, for a guy like this or a Kingsman uh, super fan for the Taz and the Moose. Yeah, they, well, they are. I mean, yeah. and, and, and the Taz show. Right. Speakerphone Jones, I was given, I thought he pulled a tweet down because that's what, I, what's what it said on the run sheet. But I uh, was uh, misinformed on that. Uh, he did not, he put a tweet up. My bad. Uh, did not take it down. So Mike said it's his bad. That was my I fault. Well, my bads are I mean, out the window. He's dead on correct about that. You know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If you don't read the rundown, he gets upset. If no. you do read it, you get tripped up by his mistakes, and then he gets upset. I'm not, I'm just... not, oh, I'm not upset. I take full responsibility. No, he does take full responsibility. Wow. I said, well, you got. I mean, you can't guy up the type of something wrong. Come well, you on. can't. You can't word it that way. You can't word it that way. Well. He, well in defense, no, I agree. I, I do. But agree hold on, wait. In defense, though, to Mike. Okay, if we're going to pull back the curtain here on Taz and the Moose, if you look at the run sheet, okay, there was a comment in there about Antonio Brown, and it says AB deleted the tweet. That's a yeah. note a producer would give, a good producer, which Mikey is, would give his host. Then later on, there's comments about this super fan, and that he pulled the tweet. Meaning Mikey B pulled it. But it's a little bit of... No, it, it could be more direct. It should say, we have the sound of this tweet, or whatever. Something like along the lines of that. Right. Right. All right. Well, I, I was laying out. I thought you were... De- I, I'm done. I'm done. I I'm just, this were, is just Mikey B we just getting the, shot down. We I'm just lawyering court. myself. No, we were in the court of Taz. I was waiting for your... No, no, it's argument. good. I just was... That's still here. The, the, the oh. court, court session's over. Oh, I'm just, just listening to Mike B. Just can't... Gabble away. Just can, we, can we stop with the chainsaw? Yes. Stuff? Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Oh. I appreciate it. Thank you. Please. What are we cutting down a forest? No, well, we're cutting down Mikey B. That's just that's uh, kind of bogus. Is already time chopped. constraints here, so oh. take it away. Andy. Oh, thanks, Moose. Oh, wait, we need him. We need him for the thing. I understand. We got to get through it. Here's a report. It is sponsored by Geico. There's great news, guys. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15 percent or more on car insurance. Texans pass rusher Jadevion Clowney reportedly planning to sign his franchise tag tender and report to the team this week. But then he found out that team was thinking about trading him, so he is staying away for the time being. All of that from NFL Network. Clowney has apparently met with Dolphins head coach Brian Flores. Houston said to want left tackle Laramie Tunstall in a deal with Miami. Titans running back Derrick Henry off the field since hurting his left calf in the very first practice of training camp, but Henry says he'll be good for week one. Man, Eagles wide out Deshaun Jackson reportedly broke a finger in practice yesterday but plans on playing their opener. 
College football now, QB Jack Sears has entered the transfer portal after losing a summer battle for the Trojan starting job. In fact, Sears ended up last out of four on the USC depth chart. It doesn't sound, though, like head coach Clay Helton is bothered by the decision. He's done everything for us, uh, and, and I don't hold it against him at all. Um, again, he, he's he's competed here. Um, he's given his absolute best effort at all times. He's been a great teammate. Sears will graduate in December, so he could play somewhere next season. Red Sox outfielder Jackie Bradley Jr. showed off last night at Coors Field. Hits it high, hits a deep right field. That is going to go oh, deep Ooh. into the night. Third deck. Wow! Jackie Bradley Jr. makes it 2 nothing, And whether it's zero gravity or a lot of gravity, oh. that ball... Nerd alert! Uh, Josh <laughs> Lewin on Red Sox Radio. JBJ's homer measuring 478 feet, the longest by a Red Sox since Dadcast started in 2015. Boston beat Colorado last night 10-6. The uh, Dodgers blank. The Padres 9-love. Baltimore 2. Washington nothing. The uh, Cardinal win streak is 6 after a 6-3 final in Milwaukee. And the Cubs sent the Mets to their fourth straight defeat 5-2. The Yankees, yay. 7 nothing winners in Seattle. Oakland 2. KC 1. And the Astros destroyed the Rays 15-1. Two homers for rookie D.H. Shure Don Alvarez. Yesterday, TMZ released audio it says is Lakers center DeMarcus Cousins threatening his ex-girlfriend. She is seeking a restraining order. The team and the league say they are looking into the allegations. And Rafael Nadal among the final winners on day two of the U.S. Open. Sloane Stevens among the losers. Roger Federer, Venus Williams, and Madison Keys played today. Serena Williams and Novak Djokovic tonight. Guys? Uh, good job, Andrew. Uh, you still, it. still in the draft? He's still... As far as as long as Darwin and Heller aren't knocking me out uh, or Marco, you have to I'm leave in now. But you, so you're I not going to be part of the conversation. No, no, he's not. Sorry. He's got to go. All right, thank you. See you guys in an hour. He's got presumably. To. Thank what you, Andrew. Take care, pal. Thank you. Good luck with your other responsibilities. So, <laughs> so <laughs> no, they're off this week. Yeah, and they don't like him anymore anyway. It's so. Jerry and Joe Beningo. Yeah, that's right. There you go. That's it. Uh, so yes, so Speakerphone Jones, uh, we we got one of his tweets. And voiced him over. Here he is, Speaker Vaughn Jones, on uh, on trying to get into the fantasy football league. Take a listen. This is it. This is the reason why every morning I walk around here, tiptoeing around my family. What? Phone plugged to the ear. He's passionate. Listening to Taz and the Moose. Never missed an episode. Been there since day one. And I'm ready to represent hashtag we over in the fantasy football league. Wow. It's a simple play, a simple pitch, I should say. That's a simple one? Yeah, I guess. It's a simple pitch to say, hey, guys, let me in. I mean, the next one he'll do, he'll be crying. Like a, like a, he will. He'll sob. He's got a very emotional tone to his voice. Well, he's also got a, his face is very sorry sap. If you look at him, sometimes he puts. I don't mean that in a bad way, but if you look at his face, like on social like media, cowboy Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, correct. Like that, or like remember Willie Loman from Death of a Salesman? Uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, Sap Jones. That was like, a depressing movie. Yeah, that's kind of like that's kind of super Beating down Jones. by life and yeah. work and stuff like that. Yeah, he hit the skids. Yeah, yeah, so Dustin Hoffman, right? yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wow, very good. Yeah. So you were like, wow, acting. Well, anyway, yeah. So speakerphone Jones, ladies and gentlemen, me a little bit. I guess that's a that's an example. That audio right there. Uh, that was the real speak. That wasn't voiceover. That was the real speakerphone no, Jones. Him. That was Correct. really him. Yes, the real one. And that audio is an example, folks, of someone uh, with the burning desire to, to be get in. in the Taz and the Moose Fantasy Football League. This is what you have to do. 
You have to beg. You have to plead. Grovel. Grovel, yes. And then we'll make fun of you on the radio. And then maybe we'll let you in. Uh, so is he on the docket no, now? I We're going to have him on the docket, But he right? said he tiptoes around his family. So early well, in the morning down in Houston, you know, his family's sleeping. He's walking. Correct. That's what He's walking the, the condo, the apartment, the house, whatever it might be. Men wood floors. And they, he's they And he's tiptoeing around with his, you know, with the... The earbuds in his ear listening to uh, Taz of the Moose. You don't want to wake up sure the baby. not to wake anybody up. Don't want to wake the baby up. I don't oh, he has a, a young baby. Oh, I don't know. I don't know oh. his, his, his amount of kids he has, but maybe he has a baby. Oh, maybe he does. You don't want the baby crying. <laughs> no, of course you don't want the baby crying. I love Taz of the Moose. Just play that one more time. Just, okay. Let's hear, let's oh, hear that's the speakerphone okay, without the that. wailing cat in the background. Let's that hear the speakerphone. Baby, actually. Thank you. <laughs> this is it. This is the reason why every morning I walk around here tiptoeing around my family phone plugged to the, the ear yeah, listening to Taz and the Moose Don't never missed up. an episode like been an there since fan. day one and I'm ready to represent hashtag we over Sleep to the factory. in the fantasy football league no, yeah. it's not like one of those oscillating fans. That's like a heavy duty fan he's got going on in the back. I think you're right. The first fan you said, I think it's I think it's one of those big heavy metal. Yeah. Like it's you not go, one of those old school standing oscillating ones. No, no, I think this is a big metal one that like they have at factories when when people are rolling cigars in Cuba. You know what I mean? That's that's what it sounds like. It really does sound like that. You're right. It really does. Oh, that's that's a tremendous pitch. Well, yeah, it's, it's an A plus pitch. It's passion. It really is. Uh, it's passion. Uh, you know, we we don't know. We don't know if he's in. Um, we hope so. He's hoping for another life, or there could be death for him in this thing. So maybe he's not in. I, I think. I mean, right now he's a leading contender. He's our only. No, he's not. No, I'm, not I'm being no, we've got it's just a, for the sake of a joke. I understand. No, we have a litany of people yeah, that are clamoring. Don't tear us down. Oh, I'm, 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 I, There's plenty know, of I people that are looking to tear us down. Plenty. There's, plenty of people. Exactly. That's a great point. <laughs> They're all coming to get us. Right. It's like chum in the water. <laughs> no, but that <laughs> is that's, that's a great example. You have till Friday. So you could be aggressive like Speakerphone Jones did and send out a little video. Uh, you could do it if you're a wordsmith. You could do it that way. Whatever you might be, uh, you know, you got a couple days here. Uh, you know, to what if you want to type one to up? To kiss Basaglia's rear end. What if you want to send like? A, because what, he ultimately he's the he's the first strain. Uh, he's like first the line first, of defense. Correct. Yeah. He's the strainer you have to get through strainer. in order for us to get the, to see exactly who we're going to be selecting. I'm calling Mike the first line of defense. You're calling him strain. Like he's. Like no, the strainer. Like, like a strainer. Like I know pasta. what a strainer is. I know, I like know. a pasta strain. I know how to strain things. Al dente, baby. My whole life Al has dente. been about strain and pain. I, I understand about strains. What? Trust no, me. Strainers. I know about, with the water. I'm not talking about your strain of life. <laughs> Sorry. And the deep. grind of life. So, I'm talking about... I'm talking about a little uh, penne alla vodka. Oh, nice. Yeah, take it out of the water. <clears throat> Eight minutes. Little, maybe a little, little gavadil. Right. So, Heavily salted water. Like nice. The, yes. Like the sea. Yeah, a little rigatoni, maybe. Oh, nice. You could go that way. As we veer into pasta Gavadils. chatter. Gavadil. We Can I have some of that cavatelli? That's what they call it when they're not over here. Listen. Hit us you, up at Taz and the Moose. Well, yeah. Oh, we're going to break now already? Yeah. I, I, I had a lot more to say about this. We can continue the conversation. Oh, my God. What? show goes so fast. I need more time to it talk. Goes, it flies by. It goes by quick. It really does, man. It does. So you have till Friday. Huh. Friday we make the picks, correct? Yeah. Uh, Friday? Friday. Yes. Yes, this Friday we make yes, the picks. Yes, correct. 
So you have you have a couple days here. Thank you. Well, because I'm getting ready because I'm working Labor Day, so I'm getting ready to I'm getting show prep for Labor Day. No, I know. So, but for Friday, I'm right. not working Labor Day. Right. So Friday, we have to make our selections. So we're doing everything around. So the next schedule. couple days, you got to get them in. They've begun to. The rush has begun. Yeah. It's Taz of the Moose. Yeah. At, oh. Hit us up at Taz of the Moose on Twitter. Send it to us. It's CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You got that right. Rolling right along here on this Wednesday morning, Taz, on CBS Sports Radio. Top of the hour, we're going to talk to John Kuhn, uh, 12-year fullback in the National Football League. Uh, Packers, Steelers, two-time Super Bowl champion, played a long time. We'll talk a little Green Bay football with him. Um, you know, a couple of interesting NFL notes that we have not touched upon as of yet. Number one is... Uh, we all know, you know, Carly Lloyd uh, from women's soccer fame, right? An yes. all-time great women's national team player, um, a Hall of Famer at Rutgers, a Garden State girl uh, here in the tri-state area. Um, and we saw her at Eagles practice kick, I think what was, in essence, the first kick was, I think, an extra point. And then the second kick, she lined up from 55 yards out right. uh, and hit it as well. And we know, as we've talked about before, how many times you see former soccer players. You mentioned... Sure. You know, uh, in reference to grow, you know, I was a kid, uh, my son, your son's grew up, team, yeah, we right. coached, yeah, when he was and now young he's a kicking player. at what was it, at Buffalo? Al- Al- Albany, Albany, yeah, Albany. Yeah. he's kicking at Albany yeah. as a former soccer player. Yeah. So, I guess there's you know a little bit of heat to maybe Carly Lloyd hooking on with an NFL team maybe before the final preseason game <laughs> after crazy. the video came out of her kicking a 55 yard field goal. Well, it's it, you know it's crazy. I mean, it, I don't mean that, I don't mean that like negatively. Like it's crazy. It's just it's a wild story. And if this would have happened, it's a little bit different. Kicking uh, when a hold is holding the ball through the uprights, and then you have eleven angry gigantic men coming at you in that ball. Now the kicking changes. Yes. <laughs> She's not used to that. That's true. <laughs> She's not used to that. Well, that so, where it's yeah. all about timing. Yeah, right. Exactly. You got to hope the snap is right. You got to hope the hold is right. You got to be there, to your point, Moose, on that timing, and you got to hope someone don't slip through. Now they come in to slip through and block, and they're, they're, they're laying their, their six-foot-three body across your foot, and you see this gigantic dude coming, and you're calling, Lord, you're not used to that. So I don't know. I, I think it would be amazing, uh, right, if she – uh, it would you know. be great. I mean, uh, you know, it would be uh, fun. It would be interesting. And I think it would be entertaining, Taz. But, she going to the Bills? But you're right, uh, Taz. Uh, there's a lot more to it. So a lot more to it, dude. I think when you watch a, a field goal kicker and you watch something that's practiced over and over and over yep. and over and over again, uh, they make it look very, very easy in what is kind of a, a difficult task because yeah. – you know, as a as a field goal kicker, you know you have to trust that the snap is right. The kick will will you know the snap will the, hold, the ball the will get down. Right the too. hold will get down. Right. That the protection will hold up. And even if the protection hold, doesn't hold up, Taz, you can have the peripheral vision to have you be affected by guys coming across your body. You have to try and follow through and get that kick off. Right. Um, and sometimes there are guys that know once they put their plant foot down and start to release their leg that they know that they're going to get drilled or hit, oh, and they yeah. have to continue to do it. So she, 
Carly would not have saying to, she can't do it. I mean, uh, it would be an, it would be uh, fascinating to see her get signed. It, it would, really would. It'd be amazing. It'd be groundbreaking. It'd be groundbreaking yep. stuff. Um, I hope it happens. I mean, I, I really do because I think it'd be really cool. But I mean, everybody's getting hung up on how great of an athlete she is, and she is, and how great she could kick, and we know that her, her success as a soccer star, mega star. But it's a big difference having fun at a football field, you know, with an NFL team. While everybody's just got their helmets off, drinking water, laughing, getting some sun after practice, and while you know you're kicking these these balls, and everybody's like, "Wow, look at how strong her leg is!" Well, dang, her leg should be strong. She's she's playing soccer and kicking balls. She's just a little girl. I mean, so at, at the highest elite level, uh, but <clears throat> line eleven guys up coming out of full bore. Uh, Business picks up when that happens. Things no, change. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see what the next layer to this story is. Uh, the latest and greatest that she's given it serious consideration. At least one team has, has thought about or asked her to come into camp, maybe be active for the fourth and final preseason game. Uh, we'll see how much uh, more legs there is to this story. Taz, want to go down to Alabama, play a cut here. Um, an interesting comment uh, by Alabama head coach Nick Saban. Um, because we talk about guys getting second chances uh, to play Division One in this instance, ma- major Division One college football. Here is Saban, again defensive, mind you, about maybe taking risk and gambles on guys that have made mistakes early on in life. Take a listen. You know, there, there's always a lot of criticism out there when somebody does something wrong. Everybody wants to know how you're going to punish the guy. All right, but there's not enough for 19 and 20 year old kids people out there saying, why don't you give them another chance? All right, so I'm going to give a speech right now about this. Like, where do you want them to be? Guy makes a mistake. Where, where do you want them to be? You want to be in the street? Or do you want them to be here graduating? You know, when I was over there at the Nagurski, Musin Muhammad, who played 15 years for the Carolina Panthers, played for me at Michigan State. Everybody in the school, every newspaper guy, everybody was killing a guy because he got in trouble and said there's no way he should be on our team. I didn't kick him off the team. I suspended him. I made him do stuff. He graduated from Michigan State. He played 15 years in the league. He's a president of a company now. And he has seven children, and his oldest daughter goes to Princeton. So who was right? I feel strong about this now, really strong, all right, about all the criticism out there of every guy that's 19 years old that makes a mistake, and you all kill him. And then some people won't stand up for him. So my question to you is, where do you want him to be? You want to condemn him? To a life sentence? Or do you want... The guy to have his children going to Princeton. You want to close on that, or we want to just? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, uh, I guess we're done. <laughs> you guys are getting me fired up. You better be careful on this one. You, you might want to just pass that thing on down the road. There you go. There he is. That is uh, saving a couple days ago. That's why guys Uh, love to play for him, man. That's something like that right there. Well, right. And it's interesting, Taz, because I I also think there's obviously, and and Saban knows this, there's a smart guy, uh, there's different levels of trouble, too. 
Yeah, um, of course. You know, there's mistakes that you can make. Um, that and and then there's there's life changing mistakes that you can make too, or sure. decisions, sure. right? Sure. In in terms of violence affecting <clears throat> other people and everything like that. So, and we've seen teams and programs take chances and second chances and third chances on those guys, right? Uh, and give them an opportunity. I, I think the point from Saban is this: is that instead of you know, I I, I get the sense he grows tired of instead of you know thinking about a guy and looking at a guy. Um, and not painting everybody with the same brush. Um, I think in a, the way that teams are covered now, if you get into trouble, you're the same as everybody. You, everybody's the same. And I think that's what's frustrating to him is that he's looking at and saying, you know, we're trying to affect these guys in the future, not just as football players, but as men. And, you know, help them learn and grow and give them an opportunity that they would never get if they were not, you know, big-time Division One athletes. Yeah. I think that's what he's. I mean, I think that's what he's looking well, at. I think you're right. Um, I also listen. He said a lot of things there that were on point. I mean, and uh, me as a, a, a dad of a, of a, a, a kid that age, I, you know, a twenty year old, uh, you know, nineteen, twenty year old, eighteen, you know, twenty one year old. You know, you, there's a lot of mistakes that 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 these guys are going to make. I mean, at, at that age, you know, kids make mistakes. They do some stupid things. But I think you make a good point, Moose. I mean, some things are. Yeah, so if you're doing something where there's, a, like, violence involved or something like that, and, and you're right, I think Saban understands that. But if a kid is really, whatever, gets into a fight in the commons on campus and gets in trouble with the school and or, you know, or, you know, he's... Uh, uh, he's, he's Public intoxication. Public intoxication, which happens on every campus. Um, or he's he academically is flopping and he's not going to study hall and study hall's not doing nothing for him. And he keep talking to him and talking to him, and then he he flunks out. You got to give him another chance. You got to something like that. I think you got to give him a chance because kid, kids are in these. And you'll see when you, and you know this, you know. But you'll see when your kids get older, like it. It's a it's a it's a it's a very uh, it's not an easy age to parent. Not that I can tell you. It's it's there's some great times with it as a parent, but it, it does get tough because they're in a tra- it's a transitional time for young men and women. I believe in that 18, 19, 20, 21 year old, even 22 year old, forget about athletes, just that age. You know, and their generation, this generation is different than your generation or my generation. It's different. The social media and the distractions and how they're, you know, we've talked about a lot that changes these kids. They make mistakes, they do stupid things. Their whole life's for public consumption or whoever follows them. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah. So it's, it's just different than, than when we were younger, you know? Well, and, and the other thing that it has is that there's not just that, but things could also get blown up as well because everyone's got a video camera. Oh, that's exactly right. That's exactly so, right. So, I mean, when you're at a, you know, you're at a party on a, on a campus, on campus whatever yeah. college might be, you have no idea someone could be recording you and you have no idea that you're being recorded. Not saying i'm talking about where things could get taken out of context things could be overblown whatever all of a sudden it's being thrown out there and people are digesting it and taking it in listen from from a saban perspective is this is you know he's a Taz. he he's a really tough coach to play for he demands a lot of his players right and he's a tough guy to coach under because we know that he runs through assistants and runs through coordinators especially offensively <laughs> And could be a guy, a tough guy. It's a grind to coach under, right? Uh, but you do get this sense about Saban is this: he really cares about his players. He does. Um, he really you does. Know, I think you saw that last year, uh, after especially after the SEC championship game, talking about Jalen Hurt, um, yep. where he got emotional, 
right, and talking about what a good player, what a good teammate he has been, what a great representation of Alabama as he stepped in for the injured Tua and led Alabama to that comeback victory over Georgia in the SEC championship game. Um, you know, I, I think there's – people look at Saban and look at him as kind of this unemotional robot, Taz, but I took away from that the message clearly, but I also took it about the fact that Saban really does. Maybe on the outside he gives you kind of this Teflon look, nothing's going to impact me, but – you get a sense he really does care about his players. I think he does. I think that's why he's so intense a lot of times, and he's so, you know, and people think he's just got a bad temper and he's short-fused and all this jazz. I think he's ultra-intense because he, he has an ultra amount of passion. That's why, and I also think that's some, one of the main reasons why he's so successful, because he cares immensely, and, um, and he, he does wear his emotion on his sleeve, and he shows you. He shows you his stress. He shows you his tensions. And he's an open book man with that. And if I was a player, even though I, I, you know, I've had tough coaches, and you could tell this guy's a tough egg to play for, but hearing him chat right there, what he just said uh, to the media, if you're a player, you're like, yo, coach, we got you back. Let's go. I mean, how could you not? I mean, that's a that's a player's coach comment right there. Well, there's no doubt, and I, I think that's also uh, you know a, a message to the parents out there too. True, true, very true. Is it not? Yeah, I, because I, yeah, I mean, you know this better than anybody, Taz. I mean, you know, your son's a you know a Division One lacrosse player. Uh, you know, when you are dropping him off at campus, you know, you're entrusting those coaches Absolutely. to look out after your son. That's right. When he going into his freshman, when he's coming out of high school, going in, that's the, that's what you want. When in, through the recruiting process, you think of that. You want to make sure that your son or daughter is going to be with the right program because those coaches are an extension of you, the parents. You know. Uh, and some of these coaches, to be frank, are, are, are douches. Yeah. They really I are. They're, they're phony salesmen. I can only imagine. And some of them are nice guys. Exactly. So, I mean, but you, it's tough to figure that out. But that's yeah. the truth. That's gotta, just well, fact. Well, that's where you're old, the old Taz gut check uh, yeah. and, uh, happy comes Wednesday. into play, right? Yeah, happy that's Wednesday. That's it. Exactly. John Kuhn. We'll talk about Packers. We'll do that next uh, with the former Super Bowl champion or a current Super Bowl champion. Not current. Former Super Bowl champion. Next, Taz Boots, CBS Sports Radio. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 